Now, being a successful mum often means that you're juggling a million tasks, work deadlines, business, school pickup, errands, activities. You can see how the to-do list never ends, right? But by the time dinner rolls around, takeout starts looking pretty tempting. All that pizza that you got in the fridge, warm that up or buy a new one. I get it. There were definitely nights where I felt like a failure for going to pizza or chicken nuggets instead of cooking a healthy meal for myself, let alone having to cook for other people. But the truth is, if you're a mum, you put way too much pressure on yourselves. No one is perfect. Now, trying to cook food that you like, that's healthy, that's homemade every single night is often an unrealistic expectation. Your kids are going to get fed, but it doesn't mean that you need to do it every single night because the key is finding a balance and planning ahead when you can. Keeping healthy convenience options on hand for busy nights and getting the family involved where they can in age-appropriate activities, of course. With a few simple tweaks, you can absolutely make family dinner happen more often, even with your busy schedule. Because at the end of the day, mealtime together is really important. It's a chance to build on your family's bodies, to reconnect, to set the vision for the next month, for the next few weeks. But I want to encourage you before we get into today's episode, don't wait for the right time. How successful women prioritise healthy family meals right now. Don't be too hard on yourself. Just take it one day at a time. And if you need extra help, I'm always here to help you. VIPmealplan.com is where you and I get to do this one-to-one together, vipmealplan.com. But for now, let's get into today's episode. Do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal than come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes? Because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you. The mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted. I mean, even asking yourself, what do I want to eat, can feel exhausting in itself. Hello friends, my name is Verona and you're listening to the Lose Weight with Macros podcast where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. And because I know accountability is key, I'm going to be with you every step of the way, making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on Monday. So grab a pen or just use Apple Notes and let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Meal Planning, the podcast where I'm your host Verona, the meal planning coach for busy mums and small business owners and entrepreneurs who struggle to find the right time and you want to learn how to be a successful woman that prioritises healthy eating for you and your family. So let's kick off. Why is it important for you to have healthy family meals? Now making time for healthy family meals gives you so many benefits for children and for yourself as a parent. Now, sitting down to enjoy a home-cooked meal together actually gives you as a family a chance to connect. It gives you a chance to share stories, things that have happened throughout the day and to catch up on each other's lives. Now, when it comes to children who regularly eat family meals, they tend to have healthier diets and self-esteem. They tend to perform better academically. And also, the research has shown that they're less likely to engage in risky behaviours as teenagers. Now, the simple part of gathering for a meal gives you the opportunity for you to model positive eating habits and to teach nutrition and cooking skills. You can teach them from young. I know children as young as two being taught how to prepare traditional family meals. Now, when it comes to preparing and eating meals together, it also gives you a sense of security and also gives your children a sense of security and belonging for them. Now, ultimately, family meals are the soothing soul, body, 
nourishing meals. But with busy schedules, it can be so challenging to try to make family dinners a priority. But the effort will pay off in the end by strengthening your family relationships and your family dynamics. Many of us have grown up in, not all of us, but some of us have grown up in traumatic homes and split homes and split families. And then we've come back to another co-parenting family. And so even then as a family, it's still very important for your children to see the dynamics of your family life are at least amicable where they can be, because not every family situation means that they can be amicable. I'm not going to speak to other situations, but in general, and this is what this podcast is about here, it's general. If you're wanting specific advice, then the VIPmealplan.com is where you can get specific nutrition advice. But when it comes to all of this, this sounds great. This sounds fantastic. The efforts paying off in strengthening family relationships and building healthy lifelong habits is amazing. You absolutely want that for your family. But there are some things that are holding you back. And these are some of the ones that we're going to talk about today. Now, when I work with clients, especially clients who are still doing nine to five corporate work, still have children and still struggle, they're meeting their KPIs or their business owners. There are some barriers that tend to hold them back before they started working with me. And a couple of them I'm going to go through today. Now, making healthy home cooked meals for your family, I understand it can seem daunting, especially if you're a busy working mom, because it's easy for you to rely on takeout. It's easy for you to rely on fast food or heat and eat options when you're strapped for time. But here are some common barriers that actually prevent healthy home cooking from ever happening in the first place and the ways that you can overcome them. Firstly, this is something that comes up every single time, whether clients have children or not, whether clients are in small business or not, whether they are entrepreneurs or not. This one that I'm going to talk about now is the common one. You probably can guess it before I even say it, but it is the lack of time. I cannot tell you how many times parents, mums have said to me, I just don't have time. I just don't have time. Because the truth is, when you work long hours and your schedule is packed to the nines, finding time to grocery shop that night and then cook the same groceries and you're tired, you know, you've been up at the crack of dawn. For you, you get up at four o'clock in the morning and that's just the time that you're awake and you're alert. But you can't have breakfast if not hungry at that hour in the morning. And then you're on go mode and you're getting the kids ready. As parents, you end up putting yourself to the back burner so that you can do what you need to do, get the kids ready first, then you'll sort out yourself. But when it comes to doing that, I understand it's going to be a challenge. But here's where you're turning it around. Planning ahead is the key to doing this. Now, when the kids are doing their homework, obviously, you might need to be paying attention to the children. If you don't have children, the lack of time also can be a big struggle and a big roadblock for you. But planning ahead is the key to overcoming this. Here's how you can overcome it. Firstly, you might want to try to block out some time on the weekends to meal plan. Now, I'm not saying you have to do this for the whole eight hours. If you're somebody who's quite active on social media, you might see a lot of social media accounts that have all their meal planning containers on the table, pretty little colours, bright. This is what they do for full time business so that they can help others like yourself have a visual representation of recipes etc but if you take a few steps back and you actually try to block out time because this is exactly what they've done they've blocked out time on the weekends or a weekday during the week or half an hour in the week whatever it works for them but if you're trying to block out time on weekends for example to meal plan that's the goal You're blocking out time on the weekends to meal plan to grocery shop and then to do some prepping so you're chopping and you're cooking where you can that will eliminate or get you started to eliminate that lack of time. The next barrier to making healthy meals is the long work hours. Now, if you're somebody who regularly works late, it's going to be hard to cook dinner every night. Then you need to focus on start looking for easy recipes that come together in 30 minutes or less. The toolkit that I created is for that reason. 
you can go and get that on the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash toolkit, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash toolkit. Now, this is where you're cooking. When you grew up, you know that good home cooked food, crock pot, one pot meals are great go-tos, especially on busy nights. Prep what you can on weekends, and then you've got the other food to eat during the week. The third one is another one, a common one. And I've had clients who have had this struggle when they've come to work with me, but together we created a plan so they could include the picky eaters. Now, getting the whole family to agree on a meal can be 100% frustrating. Now, recently in a, in a few episodes back, I actually talked about my family. When my family get round, it is very hard for them to decide what they're going to eat. And nobody can take the autonomy of everybody having different meals. Everyone has to have the same meal. Now, me, I'm a little bit rebellious. And because of my gut issues, my historic gut issues, there are so many foods that I can eat at such a time. So I'm not going to go and eat something really greasy if I know my body has been consistently meal planning and meal prepping. My body is going to tell me I can't handle that right now. So for me, I will absolutely engage in the takeaway festivities apart from I'm not having takeaway. But if you're somebody who has picky children, like my client did, my client Sarah had picky children. She came to me and she, in her own words, she actually said to me that, you know, my children don't eat anything. What I eat is oven food and I really want to eat healthy together as a family. So that's what we actually did. Her goal wasn't to lose weight. Her goal was to learn how to meal plan, how to eat healthier and how to have breakfast even when she's busy. She's busy. There were times where the kids were on the sessions with us. There was, and the thing is, where I come from a background of working with children, young people and their families, I'm used to that. Now, you know, people, my clients tend to apologise profusely. Some coaches are like, well, you know, this is your coaching session. Why don't you do this? Hello, when you've got a four-year-old child who wants to be joined to your hip all times, you know, it's going to happen. And there are times where you can see the mama getting flustered and I'm like, you know what, it's okay, relax. You choose what you want to do. We can, we can end here, we can end the session early or they're fine to stay if that's okay with you. And making this comfortable for the parent is the biggest thing that I love to do as a coach because it's about making you feel comfortable, not feel stressed, not feel flustered and like, oh my goodness, I've got to go. You haven't got to go. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I've got a background of working with children and young people. I've got ne nephews and nieces and lots of babies and children around me. I know how it goes. So when it comes to doing this, don't worry about it. Show up as you are. Sometimes this is the way that happens. It's life. We keep moving. But when it comes to picky eaters, believe it or not, there are ways to please their picky appetites. Try to involve the children in the meal planning and the cooking where age appropriate, of course. This is something that they can do. They can take on and feel like, oh, I helped make dinner tonight. And seeing the wins that they have, it makes them feel like they've had a sense of, a, a sense of accomplishment. And that is something to keep doing and to keep nurturing when and where you can. You can offer a protein and a veggie, but let the children pick the carb or the sauce that they want when it's age appropriate. This helps them to keep trying new foods. And so also it helps them to get involved in the whole family process and feel like their contribution matters just as much as anybody else's. Next is scheduling conflicts. Now, with busy family schedules, dinner time often gets squeezed as far back as it can go. But try to prioritise family meals where you can. Set in a regular dinner time and stick into it, making your meals flexible if needed. But once you've got this structure in place, it helps you forget about finding the right time. But you're being successful as a successful woman as you already are. It helps you to prioritise healthy eating. But the key here is you've got to be realistic. We all know the smart targets, smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time bound. But the realistic part is what we often forget. Planning ahead and getting creative with healthy shortcuts when and where you need them. 
Now, with some effort, you can actually overcome the barriers to making quick, healthy meals for your family. I'm here to help you do that. VIPmealplan.com. VIPmealplan.com is where you can do this if you need the accountability, like my clients did, with parents, busy business owners, mums who needed help and support. Now, I'm going to give you a few meal planning tips that you can do. But before we do that, I just want to take this part of the episode and say thank you so much to those of you who leave a review, those of you who share, those of you who comment, those of you who listen every single week. What I'd love you to do, if you're not somebody who has left a review, I'd encourage you to go over to Apple iTunes and leave a review there. If you search for the show, Lose Weight with Meal Planning, scroll halfway down the page and then you will see the stars rate it the stars that you believe that this podcast is and then title it and then leave the review. What this does is it helps other successful women who are trying to prioritize healthy eating find this podcast and then get the same wins that I'm sharing with you today. Sharing is caring, paying it forward. It doesn't take long, but this really does encourage and bless others And it really helps me to get the message out there because when it comes to meal planning, sometimes we do stress and, you know, it can be stressful. It can be a little bit like I feel like I'm not doing what I need to, especially if you're a parent. But if you're here today listening to this particular episode, you are helping pay it forward to another woman who was struggling just like you were when you clicked onto this episode. You want a structure. You want to learn how to build a specific plan so you have a strategy so you can, as a successful woman, prioritise your healthy eating for you and your family. This is where you partner with me by sharing and leaving a review and how it encourages other women. Now, I want to read a review that I absolutely loved. It knocked my socks off, as we say over here. When you actually leave a review, it encourages me because there are days that I'm like, am I actually called for this? I know I am. I know as a Christian woman, I'm called for this. But there are days where I'm just like, man, these reviews help me as much as they help other women. Here's a review from Ashley. Ashley says, where has this been my whole life? Ashley, girl, thank you. First of all, (laughs) she said, first of all, Verona's accent is everything. I could listen to her all day. Secondly, her episode on turning five minutes into a meal is everything as a mama and a business owner. I'm sorry, the British accent in me doesn't do justice to that word mama. You say it in your head and in your accent, it sounds better. I am always pressed for time. And so this feels really easy to achieve. I feel like I can be back in the power seat when it comes to caring for me. And Ashley, this is you. This is the podcast. If you're an Ashley... And you're like, get it, mama. If you're an Ashley and you're like, yes, where has this been my whole life? Here I am to help you. Ashley said, I feel like I can be back in in the power seat when it comes to caring for me. That's exactly why I do this. I remember when I read this review, it was coming from a case of where I was doubting. I was doubting, am I... Who, who wants to listen to a meal planning coach anyway? Nobody wants meal planning. Nobody wants to do this. Nobody wants to do that. We've all gone through that kind of doubt, whether it's a mum, whether you're doubting yourself as a wife, whether you're doubting yourself as a business owner, an employee, a friend. We just go through those moments of doubt. And that was my moment of doubt. When I heard this, Ashley, and Ashley, if you're still listening, I want to say thank you for taking the time to review because I tell you, well, when I read it, I was coming from a place where I was doubting. And I tell you, this made me cry. This literally brought tears to my eyes because I'm like, Thank you, God. No, seriously, I am like, thank you, God, because this just affirmed for me and reaffirmed that he's called me to help you, to help women like you change 
the game when it comes to meal planning and for you to feel like you can be back in a power seat when it comes to caring for you. Because I used to struggle with this. I used to struggle with how do I care for myself? How do I do this? I was great at caring for everybody else, but when it came to me and my nutrition, I was overweight, I was fat, I was fed up, I was frustrated, couldn't breathe properly. I was all of those things and I kept calling myself names. But I tell you, Ashley, and for those of you like Ashley, I thank you very much because you and your words took me out of that but there was a spirit of doubt and unbelief that I had that just kind of came to take me out when I saw this I'm telling you I cried and that is the power of a testimonial or a review it tells some other women that like her and it tells it without you know somebody who's boasting about themselves all the time it's like all right <laughs> all right come off your high horse I'm not one of those people anyway but even even aside from that it tells you what she got from this podcast and that is why your reviews mean the world to me, encourage me, but also mean the world to another woman who you may never get to meet, but she needs to hear your words in that moment, just like I needed to hear those words through Ashley. Nobody else could say the words that I needed to hear, but Ashley in that moment of time. So thank you, Ashley. Pray that the rest of these episodes bless you. And let's get back into the meal planning tips. Now, meal planning is one of the best ways to make sure you actually have healthy, healthy meals throughout the week. Now, some of these meal planning tips are going to apply to you generally. They're all going to be a general thing. If you want specific, then, you know, the program is there for that. But firstly, you have to have a meal plan. If you don't have a meal plan, I mean, the clue is in the name. I mean, come on, somebody. It's in the name. You have to have a weekly meal plan. And this is where you're taking time on the weekend or in the week to plan out your family meals for the week ahead. Now, I literally do the same thing. I don't tell you to do something that I haven't done myself. I don't tell my clients to do something I ain't done myself. I happen to start planning. Today's Wednesday. I'm starting to look at what do I want from next week now? That was yesterday, Tuesday. I'm starting to look at what do I want? Now, come Thursday, I'm starting to get closer now. I'm putting my grocery list together because I personally, in the season that I'm in in my life, I order the groceries online because I'm trying to eat a lot more gluten-free product. If you've ever had gluten-free bread, you know that it is not, it's not nice compared to sourdough bread. Ooh. Because my body has an issue with digesting certain type of carbohydrates, it can digest them. But when I'm putting too many in, that's when I start to get a bellyache. So when I'm actually starting to now have a look at what foods that I want, I'm looking and I'm creating my online digital grocery list. And I absolutely love shopping from Amazon Fresh. Now, when it comes to Amazon Fresh, I find that I get a lot more organic produce than somewhere else. I wish I had Whole Foods over here. Oh my goodness. I tell you, I wish I had Whole Foods, but we actually we do. I haven't been to the Whole Foods that we have over here. But when it comes to organic produce, this for me, I really want chicken and apple sausage that you guys have over there. So this week, I'm actually going to do a Costco shop. So I've been having a look at a few Costco hauls because it's been a number of years since I've been to Costco. And when I went to Costco, I definitely did not do food shopping. So I'm going to film the experience and I'm also going to see if I can actually get some things over there. Now, it will depend on the fridge saga if I have a fridge and a freezer. If you don't know, my fridge and my freezer packed up. It was my freezer first and all of the foods that we've got extra freezer storage in the house. Everything, of course, that was mine, all defrosted. And I mean all my smoothie ingredients, my frozen food. You know, the one that burns me the most, I think, is the chickpea curry because that was really nice. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm just about over it now. And so we, we've wait, had to wait like three weeks for the fridge. An amazing friend, they blessed me with a small, small fridge. And even that's been a challenge, but I've managed to meal prep and I've also managed to save some money. So I want to try and have that momentum going on. But these Costco hauls, they've been scaring me. I'm telling you. Oh my goodness. The people are spending £3,000 in Costco for chicken. I'm like, I'm on. Not in a good way. <laughs> I'm like, how are you not spending three grand in Costco? And I, when I like to shop, I like to shop. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, you got to stop me. 
I can't spend that much money. So I'm now going through the process of like, what am I going to have this week? So here's what I do. You have to cook and buy the ingredients for what you're going to make. You have to, because if you don't, and if I don't, I'm going to spend £500 at Costco and I don't want to do that. I've seen loads of different things online and I'm like, oh, I quite like the idea of that, but it requires extra space. So I can't buy that if I don't have the space. So watch this space. And on the update, I'll let you know. And even on the email list, actually, if you're on a newsletter, you'll hear first before anyone else, you'll hear the outcome of the Fridge Saga. And also if you're following me over on Instagram at Lose Weight with Meal Planning. The point here is taking time on a weekend or in the week to plan out your meals for the week ahead. Consider any busy nights that you have coming up in your schedule. And then you're planning for easy meals like slow cooker or sheep hand dinners for those busy nights. If you're somebody who has a babysitter, then you could afford to get them in and also to have a meal out with the kids. That is something where you don't have to worry and the stress is taken off your shoulders. The kids are hungry, the kids are fed, bathed, and then you can read them a story when they go to bed. Win-win. They can either bring you something to eat afterwards or you can have something left over. Win-win. But next, you want to grocery shop for your ingredients. Once you've made your plan, then you're writing out the grocery list. So you have all the ingredients on the hand. Shop for the items on your list so you're not impulse buying, which is why I'm having visual ideas. The way I, I like to plan my, my, my meals is visually. In fact, I'm going to go for my own book that I created and get some recipes there. And then I'm going to have to shop organic, organic chicken. But remember, when you're going to Costco, Costco is bulk buying. Costco isn't the same as Aldi or the same as Whole Foods or another market like that where you've got a single piece of chicken for the same price that you paid for a whole bulk pack of chicken. So sometimes you need to think and consider how you're going to shop. Are you shopping for a week? Are you shopping for two weeks? Are you shopping for a month? These are all sorts of things that you're taking into consideration so that you're not impulse buying and spending more money than you need to. Because Costco ain't cheap and the cost of groceries isn't cheap as well. And it's funny, right? I was watching this video and I watched a video of a family of, these were big families, eight, 12, 10 children, all blessed with their children. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Every bag that I saw was packaged was convenience foods, was packaging. I was like, where's the food? However, she didn't, this particular person that I watched, she did actually say that she had gone to another shop. So these were a family that had, you know, dietary requirements. And that's the thing, when you have dietary requirements, what ends up happening is your grocery spend increases because you have to shop outside of everywhere else. And Aldi doesn't really do organic or, you know, dietary requirements. So that's why as Costco, they could find the convenient snacks that helped or met their grocery needs. And then you're doing another shop where you're getting organic produce that can feed that. As far as I could see online, they do organic produce, organic chicken, organic grass, grass-fed beef, etc. If you're somebody who wants to shop at Costco, I encourage you to watch a Costco haul before you even step in there. And then make your grocery shop. Before you stepped in there, have a look at what you need to buy first, what sort of things are in there, because you will get lost and you will be like, oh, I need that. And then before you know it, you spent money you don't need to be spending. Don't come and tell me, Verona said it. It's not me. You need to have a plan before you go out there, which is the first thing I said to you. If you forgot everything I said, remember the first thing is make a weekly plan. Okay. Next, you want to prep and freeze because this episode is going to go on for long. Do some chopping and do some prepping on the weekend to make weekend, weeknight cooking easier. Utilize your slow cooker. Slow cookers and your air fryers. I think I'm an air fryer kind of gal. Um air fryer, slow cooker. These make weeknight meals a breeze. Planning out weekly meals, grocery shopping, prepping ingredients and using handy appliances like air fryers makes putting healthy dinners on the table much more manageable. Wouldn't you prefer a dinner like this rather than having to be like, um, say one now. So all of that, how successful women plan and prioritize. The first thing she does is she makes a weekly plan. The second thing is she's grocery shopping for ingredients. The third, she's prepping and she's freezing. 
The fourth, she's using all of the contraptions and the gadgets. And also she is saving some coin. Here are some quick and easy recipes that she's also cooking. Chicken fajitas. Ingredients you need. Chicken breast, bell peppers, onion, tortillas, cheese, salsa, guac, etc. Dice and saute the chicken with onions and the pepper. Wrap in tortillas with toppings, nutrition, protein from the chicken and fiber from the veggies. Baked salmon and vegetables. Salmon fillets, potatoes, broccoli, olive oil, seasonings. Oh, this is something I could cook next week because I haven't had that for a while. Thank you, please. Toss the potatoes and broccoli in olive oil. And the thing in the air fryer that I've got, I can do both at the same time. That saves me time. Lovely. Healthy omega freeze from salmon plus the veggie. Turkey tacos, ground turkey, taco seasoning, tortillas, lettuce, tomato, cheese. Brown the turkey with taco seasonings, build taco with your desired toppings, lean turkey protein and the veggies. The key here is choosing recipes with simple prep, using wholesome ingredients. With a bit of planning, you can actually put up meals really quickly and feed your whole family so they are enjoying it. Family meals should be enjoyable that everybody looks forward to. Family meals in wrapping up today's episode provide so many benefits that they bring your family together over food that tastes good, food that is healthy. They give you dedicated time to connect with your family. They help instill healthy habits in your children. But finding time to prep and cook healthy meals, I know can feel daunting, especially when you lead a busy yet successful life. The key is to make family meals a priority. Above anything, above anyone else, your family is your first ministry. Now, the key, I'm going to say it again, is to make family meals a priority. Approach it with the same planning and determination that you apply to other goals, your KPIs, because you want that commission. You want that client, that dedication, the thing that you do for ads, the ad spend, the Google spend, how much you spend on ads. Do you spend that amount of time cooking with your family? Meal prep a few family favourites on the weekend, get the children involved in cooking and setting the table and keep dinner simple on the nights that you're busy. If you're focusing on the big picture, the lifelong memories and the, the bonds that you want to create over family meals, the short term time investment pays off. I can't even tell you how much it pays off. It pays off in the health department. It pays off in the happiness of you. They get to see you rather than the back of your head or rather than the crown of your head when you're in your clients. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of good. Even simple meals and imperfect moments together add up to something incredible for you and your family. Take the first step now to start a routine. Your family is your first ministry and they're worth the effort. My friends, you've been listening to Lose Weight with Meal Planning. Don't wait for the right time. How successful women prioritize healthy family meals now. I've just given you a whole load of things, including recipes to get you started. If you need further help, if you need further support, if you need a hand and a guide to walk through it with you, head over to the website vipmealplan.com, vipmealplan.com. I'll see you in the new episode, but I hopefully will see you in vipmealplan.com. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight with Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses, head over to the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.